Welcome to The Coaching Podcast. I'm Simon Blair, and with my co-host Emma Doyle, we explore how to coach for success in both sport and business. And make sure you find us on Facebook, where you can access all the latest episodes. Here's Emma. Welcome to The Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle here with Graham Robertson from one of the head coaches from Western Tennis Club, um, who's just been part of the She Rallies uh, workshop here today. So thank you so much for coming along today on how to work more effectively with girls. But that's not actually the first question. The first question is the Vegemite question. You either love it or you hate it. What's your take? Uh, No, it's not for me. Not for you. (laughs) Okay. So because you chose that answer, Graham, um, could you share with us a coaching moment that hasn't gone so well? Um, either as a player or as a coach, and what was the lesson from that, or when, or someone else that you've worked with or observed something come to mind? Goodness, a coaching moment hasn't gone so well. Yeah. I, you know, I, I do have one experience that stuck with me when I was coached, so as the player, mm. um, and I remember being quite keen on my forehand. I thought, yeah, my forehand's pretty good. You know, I was yeah. maybe 13, 14 at the time, and I went to a new coach, and we were knocking up, and I remember his comment was a negative about my forehand. It was, ah, see, you're bringing that arm in far too close to your chest. You know, you, you really shouldn't be doing that. And uh, and I thought, wow, here's me thinking I had quite a good forehand. And, yeah, and yeah. That kind of that kind of stuck with me. Yeah, language and then embedding, you know, and then and you focus on the elbow being too close rather than you know futuristic possibility. Thank you for sharing that one because that's yeah. very dear, dear to my heart. Um, the next question is a sliding doors question. So you know when your life's heading one way and then something happens or someone happens and yep. you dramatically turn left instead of right, and we have many throughout our life. But is there one that you could share with us? Uh, well. Meeting my wife, of course, and get, get, get oh, married. Sorry, a coaching, <laughs> career coaching, uh, sliding doors moment. Yeah, um, there was. I actually, an interesting one, I bumped into Julie Gordon uh, on a flight back from Dubai to Glasgow. I was coming back from a, a business trip, and Julie was coming back from the Australian Open, and she was just so enthusiastic, passionate, uh, energetic about what she was doing with her life and about her tennis and how much she was loving it and how much she was into it. And um, yeah, we just I hadn't seen her for for about oh goodness, 15 years. Wow! Uh, I had actually coached Julie as a junior. Oh, there you go. So it was it was really interesting to meet her. I didn't realise how much she'd done in tennis, how, how passionate she was about it, and we just got talking about it. And that probably that moment um, got me thinking about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Wow! Wow! From a professional point of view. Yeah, yeah, and he and, and now you are work, working with her. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. no, I'm lo- loving working with. with Yeah, great. great Um, In in one to a maximum of three words, what do you think makes a great coach? Someone that listens. Yep. Can you expand Um, on that? What do you mean by that for you? Because I think you know. So my experience, you know, I did I did my level three course this year, and you can fall into the trap of oh, I've got all this, I've got all this Knowledge. knowledge. Oh my goodness, all this knowledge. I've got all these things I know, all this stuff I need to tell people. No, no, listen. You know, where are they? How do they see the world? Can you see it through their eyes? Um, yeah, and listen mm. to, to, to where mm. they're at and mm. what they want to do. Beautiful. And finally, um, we ask you if you have a question for the coaching podcast. You know, when you get a chance mm. to meet successful entrepreneurs, um, business coaches and sporting coaches, and you get a moment, what, what's something that you're always wanting more information on? Or, or do you have a question that comes to mind that you'd like to ask the coaching podcast? Oh goodness me! Um, from my own from my own perspective right now, um, 
Yeah, what, what would what would your advice be to somebody like me? You know, maybe I'm a year back into coaching and back into full-time coaching. A year down the line, I've been in the courses. I'm trying to go to as many of these types of events, uh, the CPD events, as I can. But what would your advice be mm. to, for me to continue my, my development? Mm. Mm. Great question, because mm. I think the importance of education and, and continuing learning, but not just through one source sometimes, is yeah. you know, the yes. different mediums these days too. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on the show, Graham. Not at all. Thanks very much. And what a fantastic. <laughs> Uh, fantastic session today, lots of energy. So mm. thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, is there one thing, one specific thing from today that you that you could apply, or that um, something you really took you know, away? Is it an interesting one because because I, I see it through the eyes of a coach. I remember being a player when I was the the, the kind of age that the girls were, were at today, and, and also we've got two daughters. So I'm kind of seeing it from different angles. Um, I think just the comment you made was so so true about. Uh, connecting, you know, they, they, they get, I'm imagining my daughters walking on my coach. They haven't, they haven't met. They, they want, they need to be able to connect with him or her before before it's going to go anywhere at yeah. all. And I think you've reminded me <laughs> of the importance of that, that of connecting with, yeah. with with these kids. Yeah. Thank you so, again. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle here with my great friend Julie Gordon and uh, tennis coach and doing a master's in sports psychology as well as um, event management, uh, sub three hour marathon runner, many great things you've achieved in your life. So thank you so much for being on the show, Julie. Thank you very much, Emma. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so the first question we'll get straight into our, our podcast is the Vegemite question. You either love it or you dislike it. What's what's your take? I didn't actually experience Vegemite until I moved to Australia um, a few years ago. I, I lived there for like a year and a half, and I have to say I do not like Vegemite. <laughs> All right, because you chose that answer, um, the follow-on question is about a coaching experience that didn't go so well. Um, so something either for you as a player or as a coach, but what, what was the lesson in potentially a, a, you know, a coach or something happened to you as a player or, or something that where you went, oh, that's not quite, you know, um, it was something maybe that wasn't quite, can, is anything come to mind? This might be a really silly example, but I remember I used to travel around the UK um, doing tennis in schools with an organisation called the Cliff Richard Tennis Trail. And I, I was one of the only Scottish coaches on the trail. Um, and I often worked in England. And we, we used to kind of inspire the children at the start um, to try really hard in the lessons. And uh, so we'd give them a mini speech and we'd say, look, this is what we're going to do today. And uh, we hope we hope you, you can try your hardest. And do you know what? We're going to have a little competition at the end and someone will win a prize. But actually, we've also got a prize for the person who tries the hardest who is smiling the most, who's giving it their all. And and I, I think in one of these speeches, I said something about the smiliest person gets a prize. <laughs> um, and at the end of the lesson, that, that went on that day and uh, we gave out all the prizes. And a little boy came and tapped, tapped me on the hand at the end of the lesson and said, um, excuse me, Julie, but who got the smelly prize? And I said, what? And he said, uh, who got the smelly prize? And, and I, I suddenly realised that he had heard the smelliest person in the room and not the smiliest, which was left me wondering what he had been trying hard to do over the, the, the half an hour that I just followed. Uh, so yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I needed to work a bit more on my pronunciation. <laughs> 
Well, you do have a great Scottish accent. Sometimes I say, can you just repeat that? Um, that is hilarious. That's, that's great. Language is so important in, in that example, isn't it? Um, our second question is a sliding doors question. So you know when your life is heading in one, in one way and then something happens or someone happens or some, something in the course of your coaching and you end up turning left instead of right. You know, there's defining moments that, that shape our coaching career. Um, is there one that comes to mind for you that you could share with us and, and, um, and what that was for you? I think in my coaching life, my, my sliding doors moment probably came at the beginning. Um, I had kind of got into coaching by accident and I was offered a lot of work when I finished university and I'd left university to do a master's in literature and I started that, but I ended up working about 45, 50 hours a week coaching. And before I knew it, that had become my job. Not, not, I didn't feel like I'd chosen that path. Mm. Um, and the masters had, had gone by the wayside. And so I kind of coached for three or four years and then I thought, is this what I was really meant to do? And I, I went and retrained as a teacher and I, and I taught then. And I, I suppose it was kind of those two moments that, I, I got into it kind of by accident uh, because there was a big opportunity at the time to actually work for that organisation mm. going around the country delivering in schools. And then uh, when I went and tried another career for a while, I realised that actually I loved coaching. Yeah. And so by by taking a step away from coaching, it was a sliding doors moment because it made me realise how much I loved it and how lucky I was to have the opportunity mm. to work in that kind of field in a sport that I loved, with people that I loved, uh, inspiring and motivating children. So I suppose it kind of came twice, once by getting into it and once by getting out of it. Mm, mm, fantastic. Uh, the next question is, what makes a great coach? But you've got to do it in a maximum of three words. So when you think about what makes a great coach, you're at one, two or three words, what is it? Definitely, one one word would definitely be inspiring. I think a great coach has to be able to inspire players. Another word would definitely be motivate. So I think I would take inspire to mean be able to let people realise that they can achieve their dreams. I think motivate is is the way to actually work with children psychologically, players. Mm. So how do you motivate people? And that, and that that is about how you get to know them as people and how you then use that knowledge and to tap into giving them the tools that they need to achieve their goals and dreams. So inspire, motivate, and I think my last word would probably be support. I think a great coach has to be able to support their players through highs and lows, um, through difficult, it's a very difficult sport to play. It's it's quite it's quite technically complicated and it requires a lot of stamina and all sorts of things like that. But but probably I think it kind of is is the toughest emotionally. And I think to be able to support players emotionally, support them in their relationships with their families, and uh, so inspire, motivate, and support. Fantastic. And finally, we often ask um, you if you have a question for the coaching podcast. Is there that one 
thing that you love to ask um, successful, because this is, you know, our audience is business and sport. Mm. So is that, you know, that, that one question that you just, when you get a chance to meet um, successful entrepreneurs or um, what's that one thing that you that you find you, you want to know more about? Um, that's a great question. And I, I think probably I'm, what I'm curious about is how people get the best out of people. Um, so that would probably be my question to the podcast and just people that I meet. So how, how do you do it? How do you get the best out of your workforce? How do you inspire people? How do you motivate, motivate them, support mm. them? And, and people do that in different ways. Uh, and and so I'm and I'm, I'm that is probably my question. Mm. How how do you bring out the best in people mm. in whatever field you're doing? Yeah. So thank you so much for being on the show, Julie G. This is Emma D signing off. Hello and welcome to the Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle here with Laura McDonald, who's the uh, the, the owner of um, Spears Gumley, um, which is a very successful uh, property business here in Glasgow. Um, but I, I I had the pleasure of meeting her uh, last year and we, we hit it off straight away. So um, just an awesome person and I'm so happy that she's she's agreed to be on the, the Coaching Podcast. Um, the first question is the Vegemite question. You either love it or you hate it. What's your take? I've never tasted it. So if I I've, next time I come in June, can mm-hmm. I bring can I bring you a jar? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So in that case, um, could you share with our audience um, either we, we talk about your best coaching moment, you know, when you're with your staff, or or you can choose your worst coaching moment. It was depending on on the Vegemite. But um, mm-hmm. can you think of something that's that's happened um, with your staff that you that's Either been what, what's the lesson there? So something great that's happened. What's the lesson, or something that's not not so great? Um, lessons for me in terms of coaching would be um, trying to get them to understand the ethos of the business, which is all very hands on. It's all working together. Um, and probably one of the biggest things was there was a massive storm in Glasgow over Christmas and New Year, where without asking, half the staff turned up at the door. Um, to help out with all of the phone calls and all the clients that were homeless or had major problems with their properties. And for me, the coaching of that was just throughout time and understanding the ethos of me and my business, and they were there mm. through that. Mm. Awesome. Love it. The next question is the sliding doors question. You know when your life is heading one way and something happens or someone happens, and you end up turning left or, or it ends up shaping your your philosophy on business principles, you know, dr- quite dramatically. And, of course, we have many throughout our career. But is there one that stands out for you that you could share with us? Yes. Um, in 2008, when the business went through a major downturn, um, we discussed how we were going to get out of that. And one of the things we had to do was close our Edinburgh office. There was various, various other things, but the biggest um, item was reducing the staff salaries by 10%, which I absolutely refused to do. So I hit this wall where there was three partners against one on whether we reduced our salaries, and I fought and fought and fought, and for the first time in my life probably cried uh, in the toilets in my business 
because I was fighting a losing battle, but eventually won the battle, and no one's salary was reduced. Oh, nice. Um, love it. Um, in a maximum of one to no more than three words, what do you think makes a great coach? You being an avid tennis player as well. Um, what, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, commitment, passion, manners. Mm. Nice. Mm -hmm. And being such a, a, a successful entrepreneur, um, I always ad admire that in, in people. Um, what's that one question that you love to ask of other successful people? Like, what's that one thing that makes you really curious about, you know, what, what, you know, what's that one thing that, how do they get there? Or, or what's that thing that you always just go, oh, I love to ask that question of other successful coaches, businesses, entrepreneurs. What, what, what is that for you? Do you know, I'm not sure. I don't, I, I don't often ask those questions because I've just been so focused in, in just yeah. in my own business. Um, mm. I, I often wonder what drives them. Um, and, you know, like, is it all about money? Is it all about service um, and, and working as a team? So I don't, I, I don't often ask that question if I'm yeah. honest, and that's the honest answer. I don't often yeah. ask the question. Yeah, because I'm more interested in mm. my business, my staff, mm. than what others do. Mm. And I can't help myself. I'm going to say, I'm going to ask a bonus question. Mm. Um, what's your definition of success? Uh, my definition, definition of success has been in a place whereby you can help others as much as you possibly can, and where you can take time. Um, to help others as well. That's mm. for me is what I've been aiming to achieve anyway. Mm. Thank you so much for being on the show. Emma Doyle is an international high performance coach and motivational speaker, helping people to unlock their inner coach. Her mission is to unleash female potential through her girl power camps and the confidence matrix program. She can be contacted on email via emma at emmadoyle.com.au or visit her website or Facebook page. And myself, well, for the best part of the last 25 years, I've been a coach of managers and their staff at the front line of sales and customer service. And uh, I would love your connection on LinkedIn. So search for me, Simon Blair, Contact Centre Coach, and connect. You can also email me at simon.blair at 5 degrees. That's F-I-V-E, 5degrees.com.au.